0: I felt that this is gonna be amazing when I get here. I'm gonna be a single guy, recently broken up, gonna come to Ukraine. It's gonna be just a whirlwind of like romance and sex and whatever. And then I arrived and I expected a deluge and I got a complete desert zip, nada. Experience. So, if you're thinking of learning a foreign language and you're really motivated, you should go ahead and check out the link below in the description uh, to this YouTube video, or if you're listening on the podcast in the show notes, because there you're going to find my link to italki which is a website with which I've found so many language tutors over the years. They have over 110 different languages there and you can take the classes via Skype that's what I did one on one to learn languages like Russian I've also learned Ukrainian using teachers that I found on italki and there they also have a function called italki classroom where you can actually take them outside of Skype there's actually a classroom feature that they've added to the service that's a great platform you also get $10 credit if you go through my special link below there in description gets you started on Taking your first class is going to be one to one tuition. That's what I use. And that's what I found to be really effective over the year in all the languages I've been learning, like French, Italian, Spanish, Portuguese, Russian, Ukrainian, Romanian, and lots more. So, best of luck. Go check it out. Siempre viet. Welcome back. Here I am on a beautiful evening on Maidan Square in Ukraine, in Kiev. The couple of Ukraine. Um, my name is Connor Klein. You probably know that. This is the Zara Experience video podcast. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube and if you're listening to it uh, on SoundCloud or iTunes on the audio version of the podcast, then welcome. Unfortunately, you can't see the beautiful square behind me uh, and the fountain and everything just right there if you're only listening to this. But yes, today we're going to discuss a topic I know a lot of you have been waiting for. It's my dating journey with respect to Eastern. Europe and how did it all go for me? Um, thanks very much for your feedback so far before I start um, with respect to the video podcast series. So far I've been getting a lot of great comments and ideas about what we're going to discuss in future episodes of the podcast. This is now number five. Uh, I split some of them up of course because they're a bit longer than I want you to you know, listen to in one go. Uh, you can listen to them in one go if you want once they're already released but in general I think about that time frame of 15 to 25 minutes per video is a good one so thank you very much uh, for your feedback so far on this new series and I'm really excited about how it's going so my dating journey now most of you know at this stage if you've been following my videos or, my, or the podcast I've talked a little bit about my background so I was actually born in Ireland a lot of you have commented of course that I do not have an Irish accent when I speak in English at least a very slight one only that's because I've lived in lots of different countries now I was the guy when I was in high school I was actually in high school in Ireland right up until the end of it I even went to university my undergraduate there and I was a very shy bookish guy I was not the kind of guy who had tons of girlfriends or even any girlfriends to be honest I think when I was back in Ireland I have to think about it very hard Um, so yeah I did not um, grew up having lots of success as a woman I was very reserved I was very apprehensive in terms of uh, approaching girls I had a lot of anxiety um, so and I was very um, I guess geeky you could say um, uh, during those days when I was in high school and in university of course I did start to have girlfriends then and have relationships but I was not some sort of kind of Don one when I was growing up so this stuff kind of things didn't come so easily for me when I was younger in in Ireland in particular and then I started to travel I went into my kind of academic uh, travel journey in uh, previous episodes of the podcast so you can go back and check those out if you want more details about that but basically I studied in a few different countries I started also to date uh, girls from different nationalities different from different backgrounds because I was living and traveling and studying uh, amongst them in the different countries so I was like in France, Italy, the Netherlands, then I went to the US of course and I studied there as well so especially in the US there was like a huge um, variety of people of different ethnic backgrounds and nationalities because I was obviously in an international environment studying the whole time as I have been to a certain extent when I was here in Europe before studying so now when I was respect to dating of course I did have girlfriends I did have relationships uh, some of them lasted a couple of years I was still not I would say particularly au fait with approaching girls or I still was very nervous a lot of the time but I had built up a certain amount of uh, confidence to a certain extent so I think a lot of you out there probably relate to that kind of background I mean I think it's something that everybody goes through you know when you're young everybody's shy and kind of insecure about themselves and then you develop confidence especially and part of that is also uh, in terms of dating um with the other the opposite sex so that's not so unusual now when I was in Washington DC and I was studying there I first started to learn a little bit of Russian went into that of course in a previous episode and I started to date some Russian speaking girls and that's probably what a lot of you who are listening to this or watching it are interested in uh, since I make a lot of videos here in places like Ukraine, Belarus I'm going to be going to Russia hopefully very soon to make you some videos from there as well and a lot of you I meet here because you've been coming up to me on the street quite a bit in Kiev and in Odessa uh, are also are typically uh, young guys from either North America or Western Europe and you're in part motivated to come to Ukraine because you see a lot of videos of beautiful girls and you're interested in dating them so I did have a little bit of experience when I was in Washington because uh, I got a little bit involved with the Russian uh, speaking community there because I started to learn a little bit of Russian and I did start to have some sort of romantic encounters or dates with um, Russian-speaking girls or girls from the former Soviet Union and I was, I was really intrigued because of course I started learning uh, a lot about their culture especially from a political point of view I was specializing in the New Eurasia or ex-USSR at the time uh, when I was at grad school there so doing a master's program in international relations uh, going to White that didn't really help me on my first trip as much as I expected when I came here in the previous episode of the podcast so if you haven't listened to that please go and do that and you get a little bit more detail so they all went reasonably well I wasn't disappointed or even maybe over enthusiastic either way uh, it all went fine when I was in Washington DC so then I returned to Europe and I had been living in Brussels. I had traveled with my German girlfriend at the time to uh, Russia. So, the first time I actually visited the region, that's one important thing. I had never actually come here uh, to the former Soviet Union at all before that first trip. And then, as I said in the previous episode, we actually broke up. I came to Ukraine uh, alone. I came for my very first time to this country. And because I had learned a little bit of Russian, it wasn't very good, It it was a little bit, tiny bit above the pleasantries and the basics. Um, and I had had some previous um, relationships, or well, not really relationships, but at least dates and romantic encounters with Russian-speaking uh, girls or girls from the former Soviet Union. I felt that this is going to be amazing when I get here. I'm going to be a single guy, recently broken up, going to come to Ukraine. It's going to be just a whirlwind of like romance and sex and whatever. And then I arrived, and I expected a deluge, and I got a complete desert. Zip, nada. I remember, I mean, as I explained, I was suffering from a bit of culture shock because um, I arrived in Lviv, everything was written in Ukrainian, uh, in Lviv and the west of Ukraine especially, and I couldn't really communicate with anyone. And that made me kind of like, close up a lot because uh, I wasn't really sure what I was going to say even I was asking for a sandwich um, which I always give as my or ordering or something never mind trying to approach some stranger um, and chat them up or something uh, that was just like beyond me I was really really uh, struggling so I will give you a very good example which really I think typifies the experience of having again the, the first time so I was in Lviv it's a beautiful square in the center of Lviv I have a great travel vlog from there that uh, from the winter admittedly that you should go and check out We'll hopefully go back and make you a summer vlog pretty soon and I'm sitting there in the main um, on the terrace on the main square um, market square in Lviv and there is another restaurant called Veranda and there's like groups of people hanging out you know it's like a lounge atmosphere smoking shimshisha drinking some wine or some champanskaya. in the summer in the Sun it's like evening time like this and I remember there was a table across from me and there was like two girls and a guy at it and there was one beautiful uh, blonde uh, Ukrainian girl sitting there and she was chatting with her friends she was getting maybe a little bit tipsy from the alcohol and she started to look over at me a lot I mean at this stage uh, this is a good few years ago when I first came and there were not so many Western Europeans traveling here so I was obviously a little bit more unique uh, than you're going to today especially in Lviv or Kiev and I remember thinking okay I gotta say something to her and I just couldn't you know get myself to go over and just at least say hi привет, привет. even if everything had gone wrong and she'd ignored me well you know at least I would have acted on um, what I, you know my desire to go at least talk and get to know this girl and at the very end after she finished drinking I was like sitting, sitting there frozen on the on the terrace of Veranda she just got up she walked straight in front of me she could have gone the other way where her friends were and she gave me a big smile and I still said nothing, right? So this is how uh, I guess intimidated I was to a certain extent because uh, I didn't speak the language, I didn't know the culture. I felt very, um, every, you know, shocked by everything. It was a, maybe a little bit of a cultural overload of information. It could probably be an overkill of new things and stimuli coming at me, uh, trying to read stuff that I couldn't understand, interact with people who I um, couldn't really speak to. So. That stuck with me on that trip, and I really had to force myself because I was like, Connor, this is going to be a miserable, frustrating holiday of three weeks in Ukraine. If you cannot uh, open up and talk to girls who clearly uh, are expecting some sign of interest in you, then you're going to have a very frustrating time. Now, I did over the next few weeks uh, manage to uh, kind of overcome that initial shyness. It was extremely hard, um, and in, I couldn't really um, have a proper, you know date and communication with anyone because I just didn't speak enough Russian and they didn't speak enough English any of the girls that I met uh, in general when I was here the first time I think things have improved in the last few years and there is a especially in Kiv a lot more English spoken at the time it was really 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 difficult and I continued on I had a, a thr- terrific holiday to a certain extent now I did outline in the previous episode that a lot of bad things that happened to me as well because of the culture shock and not speaking Russian like um, you know I got dragged for 36 hours when I was with a girl uh, nothing bad happened to me as far as I can remember anyways um, like my wallet my phone and everything else was there I wasn't robbed or anything nothing my innocence was still attacked probably although who knows maybe some video will pop up someday in the internet but um, yeah anyways uh, and I almost got robbed of my new smartphone while in Odessa at a pizza club by a girl uh, who kind of like uh, lured me into I guess uh, I had some faith in her and confidence in her and she ran off from my phone basically uh, it was all very dramatic but I did get it back and I will go into more details about that in another episode of, um, of this podcast. It was a whirlwind of a trip um, as I went into more detail in the last video uh, I was really motivated in spite of these bad things that happened, because I was really I guess uh, curious about the girls here in Ukraine and other parts of the Soviet. Union. I was also traveled to Moldova. I, of course, I've been to Russia. I've been to the Baltic states. Our uh, Russian is less spoken. The culture is more Europeanized, definitely today, uh, than um, the other countries further to the east, like Belarus, for example, uh, which is probably the closest you're going to find to a Soviet mentality today that I visited at least. And I was really curious and really motivated. In spite of the problems I had had on the first trip, I was really, um, yeah, determined, I guess, to overcome these problems and to start to have more. Fulfilling trips when I came here to Eastern Europe, uh, especially as a solo traveler and a single guy, I definitely don't want to miss out and all of that. Um, so, as I said in previously about the traveling, I obviously invest a lot of time in learning Russian because, you know, over the last uh, two weeks, I think once a day, someone has been coming up to me and saying, "Hey, Connor, I'm really inspired by your uh, videos here in Ukraine, Belarus, and other parts of Eastern Europe," uh, and I've actually when they've been motivated to come here as a result of them, which is great feedback to get and I met one guy Dan I think his name was he was like I'm actually in Odessa for the entire month to learn Russian and I said okay Dan you know um, what things have you found difficult here so far and he says like yeah the language barrier even though he's even come motivated to learn Russian it's still really difficult for him without the language language is number one because um, you know it's more than just being able to speak in the same language like if everyone spoke English here it would still not be quite the same thing because uh, if you go and learn someone else's language you also have to try to understand their culture to a certain extent and that puts you in their position you get to see the world a little bit more from their point of view instead of just relying on your own and this is very very rewarding in terms of your own development to be honest uh, because um, if you're always stick with your own mind point you don't really develop you don't really get to see things understand the other points of view that you know we have in the world and uh, culturally and then the third and most important I think in respect of dating is that if you come here and you speak you know say intermediate Russian and you're interacting with local girls here you're going to come over and say hey what's up and you're acting pretty normal because you speak the language really you don't have to say something you know kind of in you know bad Russian and kind of uh, haltering Russian and you know maybe something sleazy or something very direct because you don't really have the vocabulary or than language knowledge to, to, you know, be more polite or something, um, you're going to be with these language skills in a different category of person they meet, right? Because there are now lots of tourists here in UK, lots of young guys like you should see it here uh, along Risharik, the number of Western Europeans, Arabs, um, Israelis, uh, Turks, uh, North Americans. There's a lot of tourism now in. Uh, Ukraine and a lot of the guys come here of course and they try to talk to all the girls and they're really motivated and they use English everywhere now a lot of these guys are seen as sex tourists or just just annoying because they're kind of like I guess seen as just like every other tourist who's tried to talk to me today Uh, but if you can actually start the conversations in Russian and you know better than um, I mean actually have a real conversation say something Uh, deeper than at least deeper than that and get to you know something like a B1 like at the very least B1 B2 like to have a real uh, conversation B1 B2 by the way is on the European framework common framework of languages it's kind of a way that we measure language competency so A would be the the beginner level B is intermediate and C is the advanced level just so you understand that kind of methodology or classification now so if you can have real normal conversations in Russian even if it's not perfect you will go into a different category which is like you actually spend time in the country you went to the, uh, the effort to learn the language you are obviously not some sort of tourist here uh, you obviously spend some time in a similar country and you have learned the language um, so that definitely gives you a huge boost if you're trying to date uh, local girls because you're not seeing like every other tourist whether that's um, some sort of sex tourist I don't think that's probably as big a problem as it was in the past um, but definitely that you're just not like every other knowing guy who's come up and said something uh, pretty ordinary and the same, and banal, <laughs> the same as all the other guys have said to her that day in particular. So, this will give you a big, big advantage on, I guess, let's be honest about it, the competition because the cat's out of the bag and this country has, uh, you know, is worldwide known for, of course, it's beautiful, it's women and a lot of guys travel from all over the world and they travel a lot and with a lot of money to try and impress them. I don't think that's necessary and I don't even think it's a good idea. But that is um, the way some people behave when they come here of course Um, so that's going to give you just a big advantage so that's one thing that I focused on um, a lot when I got back after that first trip after that kind of catastrophic but at the same time exhilarating and one of the most memorable trips of my life uh, when I'm coming here um, and that was one thing that I really needed to sort out was you know how to uh, relate to women in in the the region better and how to understand the dating culture because it was just so different right so of course the the very basic things like uh, guys take the lead here Uh, it's a lot more traditional but more like in my father's time Um, I would say my father's generation in the United Kingdom in Great Britain and you know guys pay for the date that doesn't mean that you have to go to the most expensive restaurant in the city or something or spend lots of money but you are supposed to take the lead and take the initiative and create some sort of romantic ex- experience for the girl and pay for it right so you're treating her um, and then it's a lot more uh, formal I think in terms of dating culture um, than say in Western Europe so those kind of things I had understood from the first trip, from all the mistakes I made on the first trip, to be honest, uh, because I really didn't know what I was doing. Um, And then uh, when I was back, another event happened. So well done, I'm getting to the end of this first part of episode 5 of the video podcast, so it's my dating journey. I'm sure that you have be all very interested to uh, see what you can learn from my experience especially here it's like evening now in Kyiv in Ukraine so I know a lot of you are obviously interested in coming to this city in particular if you're new to the channel definitely go ahead and squeeze that subscribe button and whack the notification bell so that you'll get notified when it's part two of this uh, podcast episode next week I'm going to release it so you need a, a you know, hit that bell in order to be notified. Otherwise, YouTube's not going to tell you when it's released. So that's definitely for you guys to do. I will see you next week in the second part of this episode. It's a little longer than something I can put in one episode. So see you then. It's disvidaniya. Dope Bacina from Kiev, Ukraine. SAR Experience.